0: Hi, friends. I'm Annie F. Downs. Let's read the Gospels. The Gospels are the first four books of the New Testament in the Bible Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. These are the stories of Jesus Christ's life on earth the friendships, the parables, the sacrifices, the meals, the miracles. Each month, we'll read all four books. We finish our third loop of the Gospels today. Go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already, and we will be starting again on April 1st as we read the Gospels together. Just a reminder you can grab the guidebook for april and the reading plan for april at anniefdowns.com gospels okay Let's talk for a minute about April. As you know, we finish our March 30-day loop today through the Gospels. There will be no episode tomorrow on Friday. You get to catch up or rest or whatever, but we will start the book of Luke on Saturday in The Message, which is a really easy modern day way to hear the Gospels. We will be in Luke for about a week, all of Holy Week, and then we will start the book of John on Easter Sunday. I want to tell you all of this right now because I'm really asking you to make a point over the next week or so to invite your people to listen along with us. Our spiritually curious friends are more open around holidays like Christmas and Easter. So inviting them to join us on Saturday as we start a new month or inviting them on Easter Sunday, it might Really impact the lives of some of our friends. It's why we picked the message for April. It's why we placed Luke first and then John. It was all very intentional because we want this month to be as accessible and inviting as possible. So, next week, my introductions and thoughts will be for those friends joining us for the first time. You will hear a difference. I want us all to listen along and hear the Gospels like it's the first time for us too, but I want us, while we are listening, to be thinking of the people who are legitimately hearing this for the first time. Pray with me, pray with our team for every ear that hears the gospels next month. I mean, on Easter, they hear John one through three, easily the most distilled and focused three chapters. If people are only gonna hear one day, John chapters one through three is what I want them to hear and that is Easter Sunday. So please share, share via text or email or in conversations you have over meals. Share on all your social media platforms. We've seen in the first three months how transformative hearing the Gospels can be in our lives. I want that for my friends and for your friends too. So join us as we share starting on Saturday for April and then for sure again on Easter Sunday. We finished today the Gospels in chronological order. Well done you. You may know how this story ends or you may not. If you don't and the last thing you know is Jesus dead in a sealed tomb you're really gonna love today. <laughs> so today is March 30th, day 30, and I will be reading Mark 16, one through eight, Matthew 28, one through seven, Luke 24, one through 12, Mark 16, nine through 11, John 20, one through 18, Matthew 28, eight through 15, Luke 24, 13 to 43, Mark 16, 12 through 13, John 20, 19 through 23, Mark 16:14. John twenty, twenty four 24 thirty one, John twenty one, one through twenty three, Matthew twenty eight, sixteen to twenty, Mark sixteen, fifteen to eighteen, Luke twenty four, forty four through forty nine, Mark sixteen, nineteen through twenty, Luke twenty four, fifty to fifty three, and John twenty one, twenty four through twenty five. Usually I tell you what we're going to read, but just in case you don't know how the story ends, I'm just going to let you hear it. The translation I'm reading from this month is the New Living Translation. This is day 30 in chronological order, the resurrection from Mark. Saturday evening, when the Sabbath ended, Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James, and Salome went out and purchased burial spices so they could anoint Jesus's body. Very early on Sunday morning, just at sunrise, they went to the tomb. On the way, they were asking each other, who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance to the tomb? But as they arrived, they looked up and saw that the stone, which was very large, had already been rolled aside. When they entered the tomb, they saw a young man clothed in a white robe sitting on the right side. The women were shocked, but the angel said, don't be alarmed, you are looking for Jesus of Nazareth who was crucified he isn't here he has risen from the dead look this is where they laid his body now go and tell his disciples including peter that jesus is going ahead of you to galilee you will see him there just as he told you before he died the women fled from the tomb trembling and bewildered and they said nothing to anyone because they were too frightened Then they briefly reported all this to Peter and his companions. Afterward, Jesus himself sent them out from east to west with the sacred and unfailing message of salvation that gives eternal life. Amen. From Matthew. Early on Sunday morning, as the new day was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went out to visit the tomb. Suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven, rolled aside the stone, and sat on it. His face shone like lightning and his clothing was as white as snow. The guards shook with fear when they saw him and they fell into a dead faint. Then the angel spoke to the women. Don't be afraid, he said. I know you are looking for Jesus who is crucified. He isn't here. He is risen from the dead, just as he said would happen. Come see where his body was lying. And now go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead and he is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. "'Remember what I have told you,' from Luke. "'But very early on Sunday morning, "'the women went to the tomb, "'taking the spices they had prepared. "'They found that the stone had been rolled away "'from the entrance, so they went in, "'but they didn't find the body of the Lord Jesus. "'As they stood there puzzled, two men suddenly appeared to them "'clothed in dazzling robes. "'The women were terrified "'and bowed with their faces to the ground.' Then the men asked, "'Why are you looking among the dead for someone who is alive?' "'He isn't here. "'He has risen from the dead. "'Remember what he told you back in Galilee, "'that the Son of Man must be betrayed into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, "'and that he would rise again on the third day.' "'Then they remembered that he had said this, "'so they rushed back from the tomb to tell his eleven disciples and everyone else what had happened.' It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, and several other women who told the apostles what had happened. But the story sounded like nonsense to the men, so they didn't believe it. However, Peter jumped up and ran to the tomb to look. Stooping, he peered in and saw the empty linen wrappings. Then he went home again, wondering what had happened. From Mark. After Jesus rose from the dead early on Sunday morning, the first person who saw him was Mary Magdalene, the woman from whom he had cast out seven demons. She went to the disciples who were grieving and weeping and told them what had happened. But when she told them that Jesus was alive and she had seen him, they didn't believe her. From John. Early on Sunday morning, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and found that the stones had been rolled away from the entrance. She ran and found Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved. She said, They have taken the Lord's body out of the tomb, and we don't know where they have put him. Peter and the other disciple started out for the tomb. They were both running, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He stooped and looked in and saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he didn't go in. Then Simon Peter arrived and went inside. He also noticed the linen wrappings lying there while the cloth that had covered Jesus's head was folded up and lying apart from the other wrappings. Then the disciple who had reached the tomb first also went in and he saw and believed for until then they still hadn't understood the scriptures that said Jesus must rise from the dead. Then they went home. Mary was standing outside the tomb crying and as she wept she stooped and looked in. She saw two white-robed angels, one sitting at the head and the other at the foot of the place where the body of Jesus had been lying. Dear woman, why are you crying? The angels asked her. Because they have taken away my Lord, she replied, and I don't know where they have put him. She turned to leave and saw someone standing there. It was Jesus, but she didn't recognize him. Dear woman, why are you crying? Jesus asked her. Who are you looking for? She thought he was the gardener. "'Sir,' she said, "'if you have taken him away, "'tell me where you've put him, and I will go and get him.' "'Mary,' Jesus said. "'She turned to him and cried out, "'Rabbani,' which is Hebrew for teacher. "'Don't cling to me,' Jesus said, "'for I haven't yet ascended to the Father, "'but go, find my brothers and tell them "'I am ascending to my Father and your Father, "'to my God and your God.' "'Mary Magdalene found the disciples and told them, "'I have seen the Lord.' "'Then she gave them his message.' from Matthew. The women ran quickly from the tomb. They were very frightened, but also filled with great joy, and they rushed to give the disciples the angel's message. And as they went, Jesus met them and greeted them. And they ran to him, grasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, don't be afraid. Go tell my brothers to leave for Galilee, and they will see me there. The Report of the Guard As the women were on their way, some of the guards went into the city and told the leading priest what had happened. A meeting with the elders was called, and they decided to give the soldiers a large bribe. They told the soldiers, you must say Jesus' disciples came during the night while we were sleeping, and they stole his body. If the governor hears about it, we'll stand up for you so you won't get in trouble. So the guards accepted the bribe and said what they were told to say. Their story spread widely among the Jews, and they still tell it today. The walk to Emmaus from Luke. That same day, two of Jesus' followers were walking to the village of Emmaus, seven miles from Jerusalem. As they walked along, they were talking about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things, Jesus himself suddenly came and began walking with them. But God kept them from recognizing him. He asked them, What are you discussing so intently as you walk along? They stopped short, sadness written across their faces. Then one of them, Cleopas, replied, You must be the only person in Jerusalem who hasn't heard about all the things that have happened there the last few days. What things, Jesus asked. The things that happened to Jesus, the man from Nazareth, they said. He was a prophet who did powerful miracles, and he was a mighty teacher in the eyes of God and all the people. But our leading priests and other religious leaders handed him over to be condemned to death, and they crucified him. We had hoped he was the Messiah who had come to rescue Israel. This all happened three days ago. Then some women from our group of his followers were at his tomb early this morning, and they came back with an amazing report. They said his body was missing, and they had seen angels who told them Jesus is alive. Some of our men ran out to see, and sure enough, his body was gone just as the women had said. Then Jesus said to them, you foolish people, you find it so hard to believe all that the prophets wrote in the scriptures. Wasn't it clearly predicted that the Messiah would have to suffer all these things before entering his glory? Then Jesus took them through the writings of Moses and all the prophets explaining from all the scriptures the things concerning himself. By this time they were nearing Emmaus and the end of their journey. Jesus acted as if he were going on, but they begged him, stay the night with us since it is getting late. So he went home with them. As they sat down to eat, he took the bread and blessed it. Then he broke it and gave it to them. Suddenly their eyes were opened and they recognized him. And at that moment he disappeared. They said to each other, didn't our hearts burn within us as he talked with us on the road and explained the scriptures to us? And within the hour, they were on their way back to Jerusalem. There they found the 11 disciples and the others who had gathered with them, who said, the Lord has really risen. He appeared to Peter. Jesus appears to his disciples from Luke. Then the two from Emmaus told their story of how Jesus had appeared to them as they were walking along the road and how they had recognized him as he was breaking the bread. And just as they were telling about it, Jesus himself was suddenly standing there among them. Peace be with you, he said. But the whole group was startled and frightened, thinking they were seeing a ghost. Why are you frightened, he asked. Why are your hearts filled with doubt? Look at my hands. Look at my feet. You can see that it's really me. Touch me and make sure that I'm not a ghost, because ghosts don't have bodies, as you see that I do. As he spoke, he showed them his hands and his feet. Still they stood there in disbelief, filled with joy and wonder. Then he asked them, Do you have anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he ate it as they watched. From Mark. Afterward, he appeared in a different form to two of his followers who were walking from Jerusalem into the country. They rushed back to tell the others, but no one believed them. From John. That Sunday evening, the disciples were meeting behind locked doors because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders. Suddenly, Jesus was standing there among them. Peace be with you, he said. As he spoke, he showed them the wounds in his hands and his side. They were filled with joy when they saw the Lord. Again, he said, peace be with you. As the father has sent me, so I am sending you. Then he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, they are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. From Mark. Still later, he appeared to the 11 disciples as they were eating together. He rebuked them for their stubborn unbelief because they refused to believe those who had seen him after he had been raised from the dead. Jesus appears to Thomas. One of the 12 disciples, Thomas, nicknamed the twin, was not with the others when Jesus came. They told him, we have seen the Lord. But he replied, I won't believe it unless I see the nail wounds in his hands, put my fingers into them and place my hand into the wound in his side. Eight days later, the disciples were together again, and this time Thomas was with them. The doors were locked, but suddenly, as before, Jesus was standing among them. Peace be with you, he said. Then he said to Thomas, put your finger here and look at my hands. Put your hand into the wound in my side. Don't be faithless any longer. Believe. My Lord and my God, Thomas exclaimed. Then Jesus told him, you believe because you have seen me. Blessed are those who believe without seeing me. Purpose of the book. The disciples saw Jesus do many other miraculous signs in addition to the ones recorded in this book, but these are written so that you may continue to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing in him, you will have life by the power of his name. Jesus appears to seven disciples. Later, Jesus appeared again to the disciples beside the Sea of Galilee. This is how it happened. Several of the disciples were there. Simon Peter, Thomas, nicknamed the twin, Nathaniel from Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples. Simon Peter said, I'm going fishing. We'll come too, they all said. So they went out in the boat, but they caught nothing all night. At dawn, Jesus was standing on the beach, but the disciples couldn't see who he was. He called out, fellas, have you caught any fish? No, they replied. Then he said, Throw out your net on the right side of the boat and you'll get some. So they did, and they couldn't haul in the net because there were so many fish in it. Then the disciple Jesus loved said to Peter, it's the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his tunic, for he had stripped for work, jumped into the water and headed to shore. The others stayed with the boat and pulled the loaded net to the shore, for they were only about 100 yards from shore when they got there, they found breakfast waiting for them, fish cooking over a charcoal fire and some bread. "'Bring some of the fish you've just caught,' Jesus said. So Simon Peter went aboard and dragged the net to the shore. There were 153 large fish, and yet the net hadn't torn. "'Now come and have some breakfast,' Jesus said. None of the disciples dared to ask him, "'Who are you?' They knew it was the Lord. Then Jesus served them the bread and the fish." This was the third time Jesus had appeared to his disciples since he had been raised from the dead. Jesus challenges Peter. After breakfast, Jesus asked Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, Peter replied, you know I love you. Then feed my lambs, Jesus told him. Jesus repeated the question, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord, Peter said, you know I love you. Then take care of my sheep, Jesus said. A third time he asked him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt that Jesus asked the question a third time. He said, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said, then feed my sheep. I tell you the truth. When you were young, you were able to do as you liked. You dressed yourself and went wherever you wanted to go. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and others will dress you and take you where you don't want to go. Jesus said this to let him know by what kind of death he would glorify God. Then Jesus told him, follow me. Peter turned around and saw behind them the disciple Jesus loved, the one who had leaned over to Jesus during supper and asked, Lord, who will betray you? Peter asked Jesus, what about him, Lord? Jesus replied, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? As for you, follow me. So the rumor spread among the community of believers that this disciple wouldn't die. But that isn't what Jesus said at all. He only said, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? The Great Commission from Matthew. Then the 11 disciples left for Galilee, going to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshiped him, but some of them doubted. Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. From Mark. And then he told them, go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. Anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved. But anyone who refuses to believe will be condemned. These miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. They will cast out demons in my name, and they will speak in new languages. They will be able to handle snakes with safety, and if they drink anything poisonous, it won't hurt them. They will be able to place their hands on the sick, and they will be healed. From Luke. Then he said, when I was with you before, I told you that everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and in the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. And he said, yes, it was written long ago that the Messiah would suffer and die and rise from the dead on the third day. It was also written that this message would be proclaimed in the authority of his name to all the nations beginning in Jerusalem. There is forgiveness of sins for all who repent. You are witnesses of all these things. And now I will send the Holy Spirit just as my father promised, but stay here in the city until the Holy Spirit comes and fills you with power from heaven. The Ascension from Mark. When the Lord Jesus had finished talking with them, he was taken up into heaven and sat down in the place of honor at God's right hand. And the disciples went everywhere and preached, and the Lord worked through them, confirming what they said by many miraculous signs. From Luke. Then Jesus led them to Bethany, and lifting his hands to heaven, he blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up to heaven. So they worshiped him and they returned to Jerusalem filled with great joy and they spent all of their time in the temple praising God. Conclusion from John. This disciple is the one who testifies to these events and has recorded them here and we know that his account of these things is accurate. Jesus also did many other things. If they were all written down, I suppose the whole world could not contain the books that would be written. That is the end of 30 days in chronological order. Let's pray. Yeah, Jesus, we want to be the people who go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone, to absolutely everyone, because anyone who believes and is baptized is saved. And so let us be those people, Jesus, who go and preach the good news. Thank you that your word is good news. And here on the last day of March, we do pray for the people who will join us in April. God, would you put this in front of every ear who is open to who Jesus might really be? The people that we love, the people we don't know who just follow us on social media. God, we just ask that you would would put your word in front of a lot of people who don't know who Jesus is, particularly around Easter. Jesus, we thank you that you are who you say you are. You are exactly who you say you are, and we can trust it, and we can trust your word. We thank you for another month in the Gospels. We thank you for three loops now through these words that have changed us already so much, so, so much. And we are grateful. We love you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.